Time now for Scoops with Danny Mac, the podcast on 101 ESPN. Okay, we do have breaking news. It is 10.05, and Clarkson Jewelers brings you our time check on 101 ESPN. I'm Dan McLaughlin. I've asked uh, Randy Carricker to stick around. Carricker and Smallman, uh, I will visit with Jeff Levering, the radio voice of the Milwaukee Brewers, along with Bob Euchre, to get us some perspective from the Brewers and what's happening with Milwaukee. But uh, if you're just joining us, uh, the game today, we understand it will be postponed, but no official word from the Cardinals, the Brewers, or Major League Baseball yet. There has been, uh, Randy, I guess you want to give us the official, um, the, you know, the tweets or maybe some of the, the, the reports that are coming out on Twitter and some of the things that are being uh, announced by the writers that are covering these teams. But there has been a, a couple of positive tests from the St. Louis Cardinals, so that's why we're going to have apparently a postponement of baseball today. Right, and Derek Gould reporting that the Cardinals are staying in their hotel and they aren't moving their, uh, as he says, they have no plans to go to the ballpark today. They've been instructed into self-isolation, according to Derek Gould's source. Uh, John Heyman reporting that the game was postponed because of multiple, what he said, multiple tests on the part of the Cardinals. Craig Mish following that up with word that has been confirmed now that there have been two positive tests by the Cardinals, and even though neither team has officially postponed the game, at least on Twitter, the fact that the Cardinals are still in their hotel and Derek Gould is there with the club in Milwaukee would lead us to believe that they aren't going to the hotel. It was scheduled to be a 110 start, 110 first pitch, and it's 10 a.m., so three hours away from game time, you'd think that the buses would have left by now. You would think so. Um, My guess would be that they would go through the Cardinals, if they're back in their hotel rooms, that they would have rapid testing um, and then MLB protocol testing, And then, so if the game is canceled, that potentially, and this is just thinking off the top of my head, and we were talking about it, so we can kind of reset the scene that we were talking about in the crossover. This is why you have a 30-man roster. Mm -hmm. So you got 10 games with the Brewers and the Cardinals this year. Potentially, you could set up a doubleheader, whether it's later in the year or maybe even tomorrow or Sunday or whatever the case may be. But you could have the doubleheader. You could draw from uh, your taxi squad, which is there. You could draw from the satellite camp if you wanted to go that direction, which, by the way, those players are tested like major league players. And then all of a sudden, you're you're back to playing baseball. This, hopefully, fingers crossed, is not a Miami Marlins situation and a massive outbreak. Um, if it's a couple of players, this is why it was set up this way by Major League Baseball. And you wondered, I wondered, why the Cardinals would arrange their composition of the roster the way they did with 16 and 14 or 15 and 15, 15 pitchers, 15 position players. And the reason is because you never know when an outbreak is going to occur and you need to to replace players. So even if the Cardinals would have trouble getting players from Springfield to Milwaukee tomorrow, you still have 31 guys on hand, right? So you have the 28. You got your catcher. Right. Your doy. Yeah. And, and then, then you, you get two other players. Right. So 31 players would be available, 30 that you could use for tomorrow's game. And then whether it be in Detroit on Monday or whether you want to get the players to Milwaukee on Sunday, if you want to bring Carlson up and start the clock, if it's outfielders that have tested positive, then you can do that. Um, if, if the Miami situation had not happened, I wonder if we'd be playing baseball today. 
I, I, I do. I, I wonder. I, I kind of think we would if it were only if Miami doesn't happen with eighteen players now. Yeah, and the Cardinals have two positive tests. Well, Miami played with three positive tests. That's on what I'm Sunday. saying. So yeah, I, I have to believe that if they hadn't had the outbreak and it was just three with Miami, if the Cardinals were just two, I don't think there's any doubt that they would be playing. So it's an it's an eye opener without question. I mean, there's, there's no other way to put it when you had teams now because there was a rhythm to what was going on with your home cities. I mean, there was the testing was down. There was a rhythm to it. I think that's the best way to put it. Guys were going from their their home to the ballpark, the testing, they work out, they have the inner squad, they go home, and for the most part, it was it was okay. I and mean, there, there was a new normal at the ballpark, right? When when the players walk in, it wasn't like it was before, but th- there's a spot where you go and you get tested, and there's a spot where you go and wait to get tested, and then you make your way into the clubhouse, and everybody's socially distanced, and everybody has their masks, and like you said, the players had become used to that at home. Yes, and the concern was, and everybody was talking about it, it was, okay, what happens when these players go on the road? Um, and now we're seeing it, and they're not in a bubble, and everybody's saying, man, is it going to work without the bubble? And I think we, we maybe got lulled into a false sense of security with what was going on at home, like, well, this this can work. Well, it was working for a little bit, and now we're seeing some guys pop with positive tests. Um, what happened with the Marlin situation is scary, you know, and I think the best way to put it is a house of cards because it has a residual effect on other teams. You know, with the Marlins, it had an effect on the Phillies, the Phillies with the other teams with Baltimore and the Yankees and teams going to those ballparks. And the concern now is it has an effect on the Milwaukee Brewers and it it just, the trickle-down effect, man, it's just, it's really tough to, to see what happens. So if you're Rob Manfred right now, and again, we don't have an official word of whether the game is canceled yet. And until they cancel it, you, you just say postponement. Um, it, by all accounts, it's going to be canceled. I mean, I think we can say that yeah. reasonably. <laughs> today, it's safe to say they aren't going to play today. I, I think that's, I always just wait, though, until the official word comes down, um, just to be safe. And then you think about, okay, well, do you want to bring those players in uh, to the to the ballpark tomorrow? You know, and or you just say we cancel the series and make it up with double headers, knowing that you're going to see each other seven more times and say, just don't worry about this weekend. Get everybody right. Figure out exactly where we are. And then the Cardinals go to Detroit and then move forward. I I don't know. It, it's something to think about if you're Major League Baseball and kind of regroup kind of take a deep breath and move forward. I, I don't I don't know what the right answer is. And the problem that baseball has is that they just haven't provided themselves much wiggle room. And I guess if the players, if they play 50 and get paid for 60 and you only play 50 because of the virus, it doesn't seem like a legitimate season. That's a good question. A lot of people need 60 doesn't either. That's a great point though. I mean, maybe you do as you go forward, you say, well, we're just going to cut the season down. You know, maybe you cut Mm -hmm. the the season down to, to 50 or and then you go to 45 or whatever the case may be so you, that you get your postseason in. I, and I hadn't thought of forget, it that way. And it's the expanded postseason, too. So that's, that's right. going to be longer. So you, it's not like they can make up any games, any games, after this regular schedule. I wonder what uh, the feeling is like right now at that Cardinal Hotel. I mean, there's got to be some anxious players, anxious people. You know, we're Before talking you get about your test. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we're talking about human beings here. You know, you're John Mosellock, you're worried about. 
number one, the health and safety of, of your personnel. And it's not just players. It's your support staff that he has become very close with and people that are there that are friends of his. That they're not only co-workers, but they're friends of his that have been there for many, many years, decades, some of them that have tried to make this work. And he's very close to those people. So my heart goes out to him. Uh, it really does. And those people, because these are human beings, man. This is this is this is not just the players. This is a lot of people that are trying to make this thing work. And so that's why I'm uh, you know, I'm concerned about everybody there. And Dan, as you know better than me and better than all of us, Mo has put a tremendous amount of effort and care into this. And he is genuinely concerned about the virus. And every time he's on a Zoom call with us, he talks about wearing the mask and he talks about being responsible and he's got a mask on. And at the end, he says, hey, wear your mask. He really does care. And so I would think from a personal perspective, he really does have to be affected by the fact that a couple of his players, even though he did everything humanly possible to prevent them from getting the virus, that they do. And if if you saw, there was... Um, friends of mine that were on that that flight to uh, uh, Minnesota, they were wearing masks. Some of them were wearing the protective shield. Mm-hmm. Some of them were even wearing plastic to cover their body. Right. I mean, and Mo, for fans that don't know, was kind of at the forefront even of the Major League Baseball protocols of looking at every scenario of the league wide. Like, okay, what do we do here? Uh, okay, can guys go out of the hotel, go to Starbucks? Can they do? I mean, everything, every possible scenario that could pop up. And that was that part of that protocol that was a hundred pages long. Mm-hmm. It just, I, I think, Randy, that we're what we're looking at is as you and I talk about it on talk radio, and and you and I have discussed this off the air a bunch. If you're not in a bubble, this is very very difficult to do. I mean, it's just that's that's the way you got to look at it. We had uh, I had Alex on yesterday talking about the. I don't know if you listened to that conversation. Did, yeah. Alex did a great job describing what's going on in Toronto and Edmonton of literally a fence around the complex, literally a fence, you know, of how hard it is to keep these guys within, not because, you know, they're, they're five-year-old kids running around and you're trying to keep mm-hmm. them. It's just, Hey, we're, we're just, here's the fence, you know, here's where the people are protected. Here's where, and, and here's where people are outside of it. You know, it, it's just kind of crazy to think of the, the various scenarios that can unfold trying to keep people safe and that's what you have to do and it looks like you may have some news here on what's going on it's just mark saxon saying that a source informed him of the names of the two cardinals positives the athletic has a policy of not outing positive cases without their approval so he's going to honor those players privacy but he feels comfortable in sharing this both are pitchers okay okay all right so uh so so we get that report from mark saxon from the athletic okay and again from a baseball perspective and obviously the personal perspective takes precedence here but from a baseball perspective cardinals are already dealing with if you would have gone into a season with 13 pitchers three of those pitchers would have been hicks brebia and michaelis Mm -hmm. so depending on who those guys are clearly it's another hit to the depth of the cardinal pitching but from a baseball perspective again it's the one thing you can bring back Reyes and Cabrera. And if you lose two pitchers, you add two pitchers. What if they're starters? Then you've got issues. Yeah. But you, you have Gomber. You have Ponce. Uh, you could Woodford. put KK. Woodford. Um, the other thing, too, speaking of how they travel, now once they land and once they go um, into the dugout, again, supposed to be socially distanced, but there's only so much you can do. But I can tell you this, all teams are doing this. 
when they get on the plane, the catchers don't sit next to the catchers. Right. The infielders don't sit next to the infielders specifically because let's say you're Colton Wong and you're sitting next to Paul DeYoung. What if you give it to each other? Then your middle infield is gone, right? Mm -hmm. What if your outfielders are sitting next to each other? Gone, right? Your relievers are sitting next to your relievers. Well, they spread it to each other. Crazy to think about, isn't it? It is, yeah. It it just, it, it... it's fascinating, but yet scary, and that's where we're at right now. And there are NFL teams that, as they start training camp, that are not going to allow their third quarterback to be in the building. Is that right? Yeah. It's wow. Stay quarantined, and you can watch on Zoom. You can see our meetings, but because they don't want to, and you have a quarterback room, because if two guys test positive, then you got to bring that third guy in. i got to wonder, too, speaking a little bit away from what's going on with baseball, if I'm the NFL, I don't know if I traveled the night before. I just travel day of game. I set up my games late if I have to. I just yeah. travel day of game. I just, I think that is a non-starter completely. How can you have an offensive and defensive lines that are face to face that are spitting on each other, not intentionally, but you've got yeah. the particles and you've got the blood and you've got the violence? I just piling on each other. Yeah, I, I just don't see how. You can go through a season without having a massive outbreak, outbreak. in football. Yeah. And I know the SEC just planned on... Ten games. Yeah, and starting in mid-September. I don't see how we get to a month and a half from now and things are going to be so substantially better that you don't have to worry about an outbreak on a football field. Yeah, I, I worry about it more with college Me just too. because the kids are, are kids. kids. <laughs> yeah. you know, they're going to bars and they're fraternities and you can't really police them. Yeah. You know, I would think it'd be tougher to do that than NFL players. I, I just think it would be harder. Uh, maybe I'm naive. I, I don't know. Um, so for the Cardinals, oh boy. Yeah, I, 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 it's going to be fascinating well, to see what they do. And I can tell you this from my perspective, but you live this perspective. You haven't had to get on one of those planes. Knowing what you know now, are you glad with the setup that you do have? Yes. I yeah. mean, the, the two guys did test positive. I... I would be totally cautious, and you're very cautious about this virus. I'm living but, in our basement. Yeah, and that's a good thing. I, I'm, you know, Randy, for, uh, I'll say it, I'm paid per game. So yeah. before we started um, this season, um, I knew the date that we were going to start, and I basically, as much as I could, I've got four little kids, mm-hmm. I get, you know, a wife, and um, as much as I can. Now I try to, there's things I got to do with my kids, got to run them around, do different things or activities and things of that nature. But as much as I can, I'm in my basement because I'm trying to stay away because I, I want to be as healthy as I can to, to make the games. And you can't be too responsible in this environment. And I know that there's people that have... I don't want to be sick. Yeah, right. There's people that don't have much respect for this virus and what it can do to people. That's the key. The res- I've used that word a lot, respect for the virus. Yeah. You know, I'm not afraid of it. I'm, I'm not. I'm, not I'm a young, healthy man. I'm relatively young. I'm, I'm an old and five-year-old man, but... I respect it. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying to do my part. I try to stay socially distanced. I wear a mask everywhere I go. I've been wearing a mask for a long time mm-hmm. before everybody said wear a mask. Wear a mask. I was wearing it. Um, you know, if I if I do an activity outside, I go run or walk or I play golf and I walk um, to be somewhat active. But I I really do. I mean, I try to be as as you know responsible as I can because I, I got to work. 
Well, and as a society, I wish there were, I wish everybody would respect this. And the head of the CDC said several weeks ago, he said, if everybody would just wear a mask for six weeks, we could run this thing into the ground. And you still see people all over the place that aren't wearing a mask where... What you're trying to do when you wear that mask, it's not about you. It's about other people. That's You're trying to protect other people. And that's why, hey, you've got your cardinal mask. I've got my blues mask, and we wear them. And we're trying to be responsible citizens. Right. And that's what we need. And obviously, it's it's not necessarily the fault of the players that contracted this disease no, for the Cardinals. Not at all. But the fact of the matter is it has happened, and now they have to respect the the virus even more. Yeah. I, I it would be fascinating too. Maybe you know this. Um when Major League Baseball set this up and they said cuz uh, the Marlins have been stuck in that hotel now for days. Yeah. Since they've been in that hotel since last Thursday night. Yeah. So I don't know if it, I I I remember trying to look this up when it it first came out. Do does Major League Baseball in every city have a place that they could go if there's a quarantine, like a separate oh. hotel or apartments? I, I I don't think so. The Marlins have stayed in that hotel the entire time. So what are the what happens with those players that are there? I, I would assume then that the hotel just brings them food, puts it outside their room. Do they try to get those players a car so they can get out, go back home? I I, I, I don't know. Well, with the Marlins, it's that bus. And I would think they'll have to change their plans here. Yeah. Bob Nightingale reporting now of USA Today that with the Cardinals players who tested positive, the games today and tomorrow have been postponed. Okay. I thought that may happen. And they're trying to play a doubleheader Sunday, Sunday. at okay. Miller Park. All right. So that's the latest. And that it's we have. two players, is it what we two understand? Two players, and uh, Mark Saxon suggesting that it's two pitchers. He feels confident in his reporting that it's two pitchers. Okay. All right. Hey, man, thanks for doing this. Uh, thank you. It was great to be with you. Let me give you one more uh, point from Mark Saxon, who just tweeted. A prominent Cardinals player informs me he wants to play tomorrow. He said, quote, can't let this all crumble, unquote. And uh, like, we just told you from Bob Nightingale, it appears tomorrow's game will be postponed. But if you can get two in over the weekend and you've got enough games against Milwaukee, you can get to a situation where you don't let it all crumble. Well, I can understand that. Um, I think you have to be overly cautious with what happened with the Marlins. So what you do is cancel today. Mm-hmm. Maybe a deep, deep cleansing of the entire ballpark tomorrow which they're doing anyway. Right. You're the Cardinals, another round of testing tomorrow. Cross your fingers. Yep. It gives you 48 hours, and then report to the ballpark on Sunday and play two. Yeah. And I understand that. Yeah, if we can get to Sunday and you have played seven games by then, I think that'll be a win. Yeah, and I think you have to be overly cautious. And I think it makes sense. And then it allows the Cardinals in to maybe, and if Mark's report is right with the pitching, from a baseball standpoint, then get your roster set. Yep. And first and foremost, and obviously with the Marlins and with the Phillies, baseball has practiced with an abundance of caution, and that's what they have to do. Yep. Worry about, at the end of the day, you have to worry about people first. Bingo. Number one. So, makes sense. All right. Thank you, Thanks, Randy. Appreciate it. Anytime. More of what you want to hear. Scoops with Danny Mac in podcast form on 101 ESPN.
Jeff Le- uh, Levering is the longtime voice of the Milwaukee Brewers, but not as long time as Bob Euchre. I can say that with confidence. Jeff, uh, good morning. How are you? Hey, you know, I'm doing fine. Uh, I've only got to catch up 44 years to get to Uke. Yeah, uh, you got a, you got a ways to go. Um, yeah, that's okay. You know, I was hoping to get you on. We had booked this last night, and I was hoping to talk about a pitching matchup, what's going on with the Brewers, but uh, things have changed uh, quickly. This was going to be the home opener uh, at your ballpark, and instead we're talking about COVID-19. I I wanted to get your thoughts now on what's happening with the Milwaukee Brewers. The game has been uh, not officially canceled. I haven't heard if it's been officially canceled. I'm assuming it is. what are your thoughts on what's happening right now in Milwaukee? What's what's the mindset and what's happening there? Well, what's weird is is you're right. We haven't heard anything officially from the Brewers organization, but everywhere else it's saying, hey, it's postponed. I've had people say, don't even go into work today. But there isn't the actual language of, yes, it is postponed and make up X, Y, Z. Um, I mean, there was a picture that was tweeted out a couple of minutes ago. There are still media members inside Miller Park and Craig just out near the pitcher's mound in his pants and taking a look at, at what was going on in the field. So I, I don't know if they're planning to still work out because it's just the Cardinals that are self-isolating right now. Um, I, I'm not sure what that looks like for the Brewers at, at this present moment. I know the Brewers' principal owner, Mark Atanasio, is going to speak with the media at around noon. Maybe it's going to be pushed up a little bit more. Um, but it's it's a really weird situation. I mean, I was down at the field at 4.30 in the morning doing doing live hits for our local news uh, outlets and, and everybody was all, all green with optimism. And now an hour and a half later, those great tweets are now real old tweets and they didn't age well. Yeah, they, they certainly haven't. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, what it's like uh, being around Bob Euchre, who is now in his mid eighties and calling games uh, on a screen and and dealing with COVID-19. I mean, it, it must be interesting in these times with one of the legends of this sport, one of the legends of the game, and uh, and dealing with a virus, but yet uh, the fun that is Bob Euchre. Yeah, he, he can have some fun with this, and, and it's technology that's new for everybody, not just a, a man in, in Euchre's case who's been doing this for 50 years with the Brewers organization. Like This technology wasn't available at all to him when he was first starting to do all this stuff. So we're all learning it on the fly just as he is, but he's as, as carefree and as fun as he can be. And, and I mean, this is, this really tests his will because just like Mike Shannon is with St. Louis, he's an institution in the clubhouse, right? Those players like hanging around him. Um, I mean, in 2018, the Brewers made it to the NLCS, and they voted. The players voted him a full share. Like that never happens in, in the broadcast world, and and that's how important he is uh, to this organization. He's the face of the Milwaukee Brewers organi- organization. There's not one single person who has been in more influential on the organization than Bob Euchre. So um, he's going through this. He's being safe. He jokes around that the only mask he wears is a catcher's mask, which is not true. He's wearing the normal mask. Um, he joked around that he was in some plastic wrap on opening day. That may or may not have been true. I'm not going to divulge those <laughs> truths or lies, but <laughs> he's, he's doing everything that he can um, to, to make sure that that we get Brewers baseball. And um, it kills him that he can't be in the clubhouse with the guys and hang out with the guys, but it's just we got to roll with the punches. Yeah, absolutely. Um 
it, it's it's been surreal, I think, for everybody, whether it's a broadcaster or those behind the scenes putting on the games, obviously the players. What have the players of the Brewers been like in, in dealing with this? And uh, just in a general sense, what's it been like in Milwaukee? I, I tell you, the players have been great. Um, our PR staff has been fantastic in getting us access. And, and to be honest, sometimes our pregame interviews are a little bit easier this way, where we can just coordinate the time and send a text message with a Zoom link and then push record, and, and we're all done. They could be in their hotel. They could be at the ballpark. They could be anywhere. Um, and, and it makes our job a little bit easier, um, as opposed to getting to a, a ballpark at 2 o'clock so that you're down there and you, you the, the term is waiting to wait, right, when you're waiting for a, a pregame interview. Um, now it's you're, you're more efficient with your time. So the players and their access, they've been great with it because um, they know this is the, the hand that they've been dealt and, and getting the access to them has been really good. But I, I think the, the overall perception about everything in Milwaukee has been pretty good. Um, our, the numbers, like in most places, have spiked a bit right now, but they're starting to, to plateau just a touch. Um, mask or, uh, ordinance went into, is going to go into effect on Saturday. Uh, for all public places, which is and just trying to trying to limit the exposure for everybody. But uh, I think having sports back, having baseball back, the Bucks are starting up uh, what could be a championship season for them. There, there's some optimism that, that it's not just doom and gloom, but there's something to look forward to hopefully this summer. In terms of like pregame interviews, like, you know, you would always interview or Bob would interview Craig Council. Are you able to do that over a phone or do something in, in that nature? So when the team was on the road, we did it all over Zoom, and you know I'd have to be there to facilitate. Like Euchre's doing Zoom for the first time, which is uh, awesome to watch in the first <laughs> place. And he's just watching him with the technology, going, "Man, I can't believe this is happening!" And, and this is a guy that if he could have a uh, flip phone still, he'd be doing it. Um, but I don't think he could voice text into that. Those voice texts that we get from Euchre just on an occasion are legendary. I bet. Um, but. Oh my gosh, it's phenomenal. The longest run on sentences ever. But um, the, the Zooms with Craig have been great. At home, there's an auxiliary microphone that's just dedicated to him in an interview room that we can use. Uh, but for the road games, the Zoom calls have been have been lifesavers. Yeah, I, I bet. Um, in terms of the Milwaukee Brewers this year, uh, looking at what could be an MVP candidate, Christian Yelich off to a very slow start. What do you attribute that to? I'm not sure what I can attribute it to, to be honest with you, Danny. It's um, it's interesting. It's not that he's being pitched any different. I don't know if it's the the, the quick ramp up. I mean, he struggled in the Blue Gold series against the Brewers' own pitching staff, but a lot of people did. And and you'd think that the pitchers would be ahead of the hitters, like in most spring trainings when you get going. But uh, I, I think that he just needs a little bit of home cooking in in Milwaukee and. He's going to end up being okay. He's one of the best hitters on the planet. I think everybody knows that and everybody realizes that. Um, he just needs to have a couple of a couple of duck snorts fall, a couple of line drives, miss some gloves, and, and then he's going to get dialed back in. I, I wouldn't worry about Christian Yelich. I would worry if I was a Cardinals fan, but as a Brewers no fan, I'm not worried. Is he going to get himself going? Ryan Braun, this is his final year potentially, but with a shortened season, does he want to come back and maybe continue if things go back to normal next year? He's talked about coming back. I mean, everybody thought in a normal season this would be his swan song, and he's got a, an option next year that I'm not sure they're going to pick up because there's a lot of dollars. There's 
a buyout that's associated to it, which might make sense. But I think Ryan Braun is a, a lifer in Milwaukee. I, I don't know if he'd ever play anywhere else. I don't think our ownership or our fan base wants to see him play anywhere else either. Um, but he's mentioned on numerous occasions that because of the situation right now, he's more apt to come back in 2021. Um, he'll be fresh because he's not playing as many games. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that ends up working out. Um, but he's, he's as nervous as everybody else is with what's currently going on. He describes it as day-to-day, um, like everybody. We're all living day-to-day. Yeah. Absolutely. Jeff Levering is our guest, and he's one of the play-by-play voices of the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, I'm sure your phone is blowing up like mine uh, here this morning. Uh, any, any additional information that you're hearing? So the Brewers are on the field. So if we don't play today, I guess they would go through a normal workout. Are you are you hearing that? I, I have been hearing that a little bit. Um, I think they're they're probably working out right now. I'm, I'm physically not at the ballpark at the present moment. I was there earlier, came home to spent a couple of bonus hours with my kids and then I was going to head back and then I got the call not to go back in. So uh, from what I understand from the pictures that I've been seeing there, there's a little bit of action on the field. Some guys are playing catch. Uh, the Cardinals are, are in their team hotel and self-isolating smartly. Um, but from what I understand, they're just, they're just going through their routine. Like they may potentially be playing a game, but just getting a little workout in. All right, buddy. Uh, I guess maybe a double header this weekend. We could probably see that. Wouldn't we? Oh, yeah. I can't wait to get those seven-inning doubleheaders going. Why not? Well, you know, we had that in the minor leagues. What's the big deal? We did. It did take me back to my time in Springfield. You had Schilte. You had Schilte for a long time. Tell our fans about Mike Schilt. Schilte was awesome. I had him for one year. Uh, my last year in Springfield, he was the manager of the Springfield Cardinals. I had Pop Warner for two years. Um, he was our skipper then before he went to Memphis. But both of those guys were awesome to work with. Um, Schilte, just a, coming up from Johnson City, from a, a short season A ball to double A, totally different personalities. But you could tell that, that the organization loved him, uh, first and foremost. And second, the players loved playing for him. Um, always going to go to bat for his players, was the, the perfect manager to work with, gave you information when you needed it. And as a minor league guy, you're the PR guy, you're the broadcaster, you're, you're pulling the tarp, you're doing everything. So as soon as you can get information about starting pitchers or transactions, the better. And Schilte was always awesome about doing that. He and I were texting back and forth a little bit this morning, just talking about what was going on. We still stay in, in great touch and, and, um, Cardinals fans are really, really lucky to have him running their club right now. He's just a, a great human being. And a final question. What is it like working, whether it's in a pandemic or a normal season, with Bob Uecker? It's unbelievable. Um, I, I still pinch myself every day, and I'm sure you do the same thing when you come to, to Miller Park or even when the Brewers come and he travels to St. Louis. Just going into the booth and, and having him say, Hey, Danny, what's a good word? Or give you a pat on the back and just... Maxwell. Have him make you laugh. I mean, he could just look at you and make you laugh, and your day is going to be better. Um, so he he's a treasure, and and the fact that I get to share the airwaves with him, and that we get to call games and call playoff games over the last couple of years together. Um, every moment I get to spend with him is is one that I cherish, and I don't take for granted. No, he's he's just he's a he's an icon. He's a legend. Um, it, it's just it's unbelievable. He is the best. Hey, man, thanks so much. You're one of the great voices in the game, and uh, look forward to when we can catch up in person. 
You got it. Thanks, Mac. You got it. That is uh, Jeff Levering, the voice of the Milwaukee Brewers. And this is from Joel uh, Sherman, one of the MLB insiders. He has tweeted this out. Today's scheduled game between the Brewers and the Cardinals at Miller Park has been rescheduled as part of a traditional doubleheader on Sunday. And that'll be at 110. The rescheduling as a result of two positive COVID-19 tests in the Cardinals organization. It's consistent with protocols to allow enough time for additional testing and contact tracing to be conducted. Saturday's game between the clubs remain uh, will remain as scheduled for a 610 start. So that's from Joel Sherman. More of what you want to hear. Scoops with Danny Mac in podcast form on 101 ESPN. Okay, this just came out from MLB. Today's scheduled game between the Brewers and the Cardinals at Miller Park has been rescheduled as part of a traditional doubleheader Sunday at 110. The rescheduling as a result of two positive COVID-19 tests. So that is now official in the Cardinals organization. It's consistent with protocols to allow enough time for uh, additional testing and contact tracing to be conducted. Saturday's game between the clubs will remain as scheduled 6-10. Major League Baseball will continue to provide updates as appropriate. So there you go. That at 10:35 from Major League Baseball. And so here we go. Uh, Mark Saxon, it's the feeling of the athletic. Mark, the beat writer for the athletic and the Cardinals, um, they do not release the names, but he said he felt comfortable enough saying it was pitchers. I would assume that we'll get the names. Regardless, just hope for the health, period. Hope everybody is health, uh, healthy and safety for this. So we'll have a game tomorrow night and then the doubleheader. And if you didn't know, the doubleheaders, it was passed by the Players Association, Major League Baseball, uh, within the last 48 hours, doubleheaders will go seven innings. So we'll have a doubleheader on Sunday for Miller Park. And this happens inside the division. You got 10 games with Milwaukee, and you finish up that series. So you get three games. Um, two players, 30-man roster. You got a taxi squad. Pull a couple guys off the taxi squad, or you can go to your satellite camp. You got plenty of pitching. You got Woodford. You got KK. If it's in, you know, if it's starting pitching, which we don't know, you got KK. You got Woodford. You got guys down. Uh, Reyes, Giovanni guy, uh, or Henesis Cabrera, excuse me. You got him. You could extend him. You know, you should be protected. Should be fine. So, again, though, the health and safety of the players is number one. So that's the latest news on the St. Louis Cardinals. Today's game has been canceled. It'll be a night game tomorrow, 6-10 Miller Park, 1-10, starting a seven-inning doubleheader for both those games, and that'll be on Sunday. We'll cross it over, Rivs and BK, and that's coming up next on 101 ESPN. More of what you want to hear. Scoops with Danny Mac in podcast form on 101 ESPN. All right, time for the crossover. It's Ribs and BK. And uh, so, Jamie, we've got where it hits home. You know, COVID-19 in sports, it hits home with the St. Louis Cardinals. They're canceled today, but they'll be part of a seven-inning. It's seven innings, doubleheader on um, on Sunday. They, they'll have the game, on uh, normal game tomorrow night, but it does hit home, doesn't it? 
Yeah, it, it it does. I mean, we all looked at the Marlins situation from afar, and we're like, oh, wow, that must really stink to be yeah. the Marlins and that whole division that's going through that. And then all of a sudden, it rears its ugly head here on on St. Louis Cardinals players, and now we're in the middle of this thing. And it uh, just stinks, man, on a Friday too, Danny. Well, you know, it, it's it's right now what we understand from the reports that we're hearing, it's two players, Mark Saxon reporting that it's a couple of pitchers, Major League Baseball kind of, uh, for lack of a better term, term takes a timeout. Uh, they canceled the game today. Today's a busy day, though. Um, they'll have rapid testing, is my understanding. Uh, the players quarantine in the, the the rooms. They'll they'll have contact tracing for those that you know obviously have it, and then find out who was around them, where they went, that kind of thing. And then obviously testing tomorrow, figure out what's mm-hmm. going on, and then at that point. Uh, you know, knock on wood, fingers crossed, see where they're at. And then from the baseball perspective, kind of make some roster moves, see what they want to do. If it is indeed two pitchers, figure out if it's your rotation, your bullpen, make the according uh, uh, adjustments accordingly, and then uh, and then move forward. This is, you know, I was talking about with Randy, this is why you have a 30-man roster. This is why you have a taxi squad. This is why you've got a satellite camp. So make the adjustments, move forward, and and play on. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's exactly what you have to do. If you stop every time and you have weak delays and all this stuff, certainly an outbreak like they had with the Miami Marlins, that's a whole different story. But with the Cardinals right now, if it is truly isolated to two players, then, yeah, you bring up your guys, you promote guys, whatever you got to do, and you plow forward. I mean, it's the only way that Major League Baseball is going to complete all this. as, As I said to Randy, too, if the Marlins situation didn't happen, you might be playing tonight. You might would you you might have said okay we got the two guys did the contact tracing we did the immediate testing um, okay we figured it out made the appropriate moves roster wise and we're playing for instance they did that over the weekend yeah. you know they they continue to play so now you 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 cancel you 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 figure out what's going on you make the adjustments and you move on. Okay, so what's coming up on your show? Well, obviously, we're going to dive into all of this stuff. Sure. We have to. We're going to try and, and talk about things and different scenarios and what's good, what's bad. we got Bobby Boogie, Bobby Nightingale, coming okay. on with us today. He's one of my favorite, and we're going to dive into it with him. And Bobby certainly by Boogie. the time I call him that one show, I go, uh, Bobby, you got a nickname? He's like, not really. I go, right, how about Bobby Boogie? And so that's it from now on. So he knows now when he jumps on our show and he hears Bobby Boogie, he knows he's on Ribs and BK. All right. So, Looking yeah, forward good to stuff it. coming up, though. Hopefully we can shed some light on this rainy, crappy Friday and end this thing the right way. All right. Looking forward to it. Uh, Ribs BK coming up. Have a great weekend. And baseball again tomorrow on Fox Sports Midwest. You have been listening to the TV voice of the St. Louis Cardinals, Scoops with Danny Mack on 101 ESPN.